Welcome back to The Athletic Approach and for today's episode uh, we'll be talking about visualisation. <laughs> it is a weird one, I mean some of you that are listening, you know, you might have tried it out before, you've never heard of it or maybe you're just ready to turn this episode off but don't <laughs> <laughs> because we will talk about sort of what it what visualization means and kind of how you know it, it can be played out in many different ways and it's not always your standard sitting down yeah. eyes shut you know it's yeah there's so much that goes into visualization that you won't even realize and how it can really benefit you right yeah we we've talked a lot about with these mental skills it's really important to put in the reps and get the work done and we hear people say it all the time, you know, getting those mental reps in. Visualization <laughs> is mental reps. Like it's it's using that weird like childhood imagination that, you know, most of us haven't touched in decades to get something positive for your sport out of it. Like like Manisha started, there's there's a million different ways to do visualization, to utilize it, but there is like ways to make sure you get the most out of it. A lot of times, you know, when I when I bring this up to people and just talk about like using your imagination, we start thinking of like just that, like using your imagination, kind of daydreaming, kind of like spacing off, thinking about, you know, whatever it is. But to get the most out of visualization and really get to see some of these benefits, we have to make sure that it's deeper than that. It's a little more intense than that. We've got to have that intention behind it to make sure that we actually like take everything into account. So if you're going through visualization and practicing something in your mind, as weird as it sounds, we want you to make sure that you're taking account for all five of your senses. Mm -hmm. You know, you picture yourself out there on the field practicing and what are you seeing? What is the crowd like around you? What are you hearing? Is it a roaring stadium? Is it crazy? Are you getting booed? Is the stadium empty? What does that sound like to you? What is it that you're feeling? Mm -hmm. You know, what does the turf feel like under your feet? Is the ball, you know, this way or that way? Is the ground wet? Can you feel the sun on you? Is it raining? Stuff like that. And then, then you get to the two kind of weirder senses. <laughs> like you're playing sports, who cares about like the smells or the taste? But that's kind of part of this deepening of the imagination. Mm. I want when you're out there imagining this practice, imagining doing this skill, what do you smell? Do you smell the fresh cut grass? Maybe the concession stand, you can smell popcorn, <laughs> whatever it is. And then what's the taste in your mouth? Yes, kind of weird to think about. <laughs> but are you like dehydrated? Can you feel like the saliva in your mouth? It's kind of a weird thing to think mm. about. But getting all five of these senses engaged and really buying into that kind of tricks our brain a little bit and our brain starts to imagine that we're actually in that situation and that's when the benefits are seen when our brain is fully bought into being in that imaginary situation then you can get the quality practice out of it get the mental reps done and use this stuff to to its highest advantage mm. and that is kind of what i want to pick up on what you said it is that intensity, that intensity within the process of visualization and even down to what you can taste. 
And even like kind of, because obviously if you've got high levels of anxiety, your mouth is probably going to be dry. Are you picking up on that? How are you dealing with that? How are you then dealing with your emotions and your feelings in that present moment? And within that visualization, you kind of get get comfortable with what you're experiencing so that you can almost have an expectation of what could happen. But it's to get, get you into, into that mindset to see and feel and hear and all of those things. And, you know, going back to the, the example of, you know, like your imagination as a childhood uh, within your childhood that you know when you were a kid you'd 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 do the most you you would do the absolute most in kind (laughs) of like role play um all the way down to like the costumes that you're wearing and stuff so you want to think about all those stuff even like again like what kit are you wearing is it home or away are you in the training kit what you know all of that kind of stuff plays a role what are the shoes like on your feet how is everything feeling? Are you comfortable? Are you not? What have you just ate? You know, how's the day already gone up until this moment where you're visualizing? And it's important to say that it's not always sitting down, having your eyes closed. It's not always that. I mean, there's an example in the All or Nothing documentary with Arsenal where Mikel Arteta had actually got speakers up and played you'll never walk alone ready for them to go to Anfield and you know and that is an example of visualization and it's not your stereotypical sitting down eyes closed but it helps the players to kind of understand what they're about to go into or the environment that they're about to go into yeah yeah there's that's like one of the things that is often misunderstood because as athletes and as coaches, a lot of us are just like busy bodies. Like sitting still is our worst nightmare. I know I'm like crazy guilty of that. So pitching this to people and trying to tell them that the only way to do it is to sit in a quiet room, close your eyes, relax, and use your imagination. For the majority of people, that sounds terrible. So like, I don't expect people to all do that. There's so many other ways to do it. Doing this type of like active visualization where you're out on the field and imagining you're up against this defense and you're reading what to do and you're planning out your next move, your next step to take. That is the same thing. You're getting those mental reps in. You're getting the practice in that maybe you aren't getting enough of physically, which is kind of into the next point. We've talked a lot about like the intensity that you need in visualization and how to kind of get it done, the different ways to do it. But what's the point? You know, like, what are these benefits that we can see from visualization? There's a, there's a lot of different ones depending on how you use it. One of the big, the, the most common times that I like to use it with athletes is when they're hurt or injured and not able to play or practice. They can't get the physical training in. They can't even, like, go to the, the gym and work out and keep their body in shape. So what can they do to make sure that they're in the best position possible to start that recovery process? They can start doing those mental reps. They can visualize themselves at practice. They can visualize doing certain drills, doing technique work, visualize themselves in games. Using it as part of the injury recovery process is one of the biggest benefits of it. Um, It can also be used just as like a supplemental exercise. 
these mental reps are never going to be a true substitution for going to practice and putting the work in. But maybe you had a bad day at practice. Maybe it just just wasn't your day. It happens to all of us. So when you get home, get some of those mental reps, fix those mistakes in your mind and start to prepare your mind and your body to go out and physically fix those mistakes tomorrow at practice. There's ways to just use it as an add-on to your physical training. If you feel like maybe that physical training wasn't enough for you or you're lacking behind in a certain skill. And then the other one I really think of is using it sort of pre-game or pre-competition as like a motivational type thing Mm. to start getting you into that headspace of competing and succeeding. So sitting, this might be one where you sit down. This might be one if you have the chance to go out on the field and do it. And you run through scenarios in your head, getting intense, getting all those senses accounted for, but seeing yourself succeeding, whether it's, you know, making the game winning shot at the end or throwing a touchdown or making the PK to send it into extra time, whatever it is, seeing yourself successful in those moments starts to send that positive energy your way, getting your headspace in that positive place, that motivated place to go out and play hard and succeed. Those are the type of things, the type of situations that we like to use visualization in. Mm -hmm. There's a bunch of different benefits kind of depending on when you use it. Mm. Yeah, no, absolutely. And I think as well, like if you, like I feel like, you know, with the Olympics, a one big benefit of using visualization is actually when you've gone to that that different country and everything's going to be so different and you again want to experience what you might experience and that that is essentially what visualization yeah. is and by going, <laughs> by going to like a different country and again kind of going back to things like weather the weather's going to be very different um you know, and the food that you might be eating could be different. The environment that you're actually going to be playing in can be very different. So going to those places with your coach or, you know, whoever, and really experience what you're about to do, because that is the way that you can have an expectation of how this is going to go, how you can build your confidence, how you can become motivated going into into the game. And I think that is so important because, again, it's when you're introduced to something different, to something new, and that can raise, like, you know, feelings of anxiety. And I think being aware of those feelings as well and understanding how to bring those down and then coming into that present moment. And again, looking into those five senses, what can you feel? What can you, you know, touch, smell, all the rest of it. So, yeah, so it's a real benefit because, you know, you do have that kind of that leg up in the sense of knowing what to expect, but it has to come with that intensity that we'd said. Right. Right. That, that, thing we hear about all the time, those pregame nerves, that pregame anxiety, all that really stems from is just a fear of the unknown. Yes. We don't know like what we're going to face when we leave the locker room. But if you've taken some time in the week leading up and been out on the field and kind of felt what it's like, seen the weather, like you were saying, and put yourself in that situation in your head, that can really, really alleviate some of that anxiety because you now kind of know what to expect. There's not that fear of, ah, what's the field gonna feel like? What's the, is it gonna be sunny today? Is it gonna be raining? 
it kind of just takes all those variables out and makes you, it goes back to that confidence piece. Yeah. Confidence and pregame nerves, anxiety, all kind of ties together. So any way we can put ourselves in close to game-like situations, the better off we're going to be when we get in those game-like situations. Mm. And that's where visualization can become your best friend if it's your thing. Yes, yes, because it's not everyone's thing, not oh, at no. all. So, you know, like, again, like, you know, you were saying like, oh, sometimes just being, just sitting down, closing your eyes, relaxing and all the rest of it. I mean, it's not necessarily meditation, but, you know, sometimes when you think, okay, I need to sit in one place and do all the rest of it, and that might not be for you. you know, and that's completely okay. Because it then comes back to what you prefer and your preferences and what you feel is going to benefit you. But it also doesn't mean that you shouldn't try it. And I think it's so important to have that open-mindedness. I mean, I know I, I remember when we, so when I was part of the, the dance team, I'd, I remember learning this on my, on my course and I played it. Um, it was, it, well, it was more sort of like a body scan. And to kind of like release any tensions that you've got, and I've it just wasn't it just wasn't for them, and and it is it is a bit weird, it is a bit it is different because you know, and you do end up having a few laughs and things, especially if it's with you know people that are younger, um. So it's so important to again know your audience and know the client, know the athlete, know the person in front of you because it might not be it might not be fit for them, but just have a go. Because you won't exactly. know unless you try. Exactly. Yeah, that, that's it in a nutshell. It, visualization, I'll be the first to say, is a weird thing. <laughs> it's an odd concept to ask people to use this imagination that has gone untapped for years. But don't write it off just because it is weird. Maybe it is for you, but you'll, you'll never know until you give it a shot. Like you were saying, knowing your audience and getting people to try these weird things is difficult. Like when I've when I've worked with teams and it happened to me last year, I really wanted to teach this topic because I think it's so interesting, yeah. but I was so hesitant to teach it because it's so strange. Yeah. And I didn't want to like turn this group, this team off to me and this topic entirely because I got really weird with yeah. them and trying to teach these weird construct things. So I made sure that we waited. You know, I built those relationships that we've talked mm -hmm. about and I got them to buy into sports psychology as a whole and to buy into me and understand where I'm coming from before I brought out the, the weird things. Yeah. And then even still, I, I prefaced it. I was like, hey, just a heads up, this will be a little strange for some of you, but try it. Yeah. That's like the biggest kicker of it all is just give it a go because you never know. Like maybe you fall in love with it and it becomes your go-to mm. tool in your like mental skills toolbox. Yeah. And other people, it may not be for you. And I totally, totally understand that. Yeah. That we've said it a million times throughout these episodes. There's no like cookie cutter approach. There's mm -hmm. no one size fits all. And visualization is a perfect example of that. Yeah. Some people, perfect. Other people want, wouldn't touch this stuff yeah. with a 10-foot pole. Yeah, and I think it's also important to say that it's not something that will come naturally to you either. Sometimes it is practice how to do it. Because it's one thing 
to understand what visualization is and how it can look in different ways but then you can you can work on it you know that again that intensity because it is a lot to ask when you you know when you're doing when you're trying to think of everything at the same time and trying to imagine something and if you feel like you want to do it but you you can't you feel like you can't do it it doesn't mean that you will never be able to do it it is practice it is getting yourself into into that mindset and into that imagination and into that flow and with that the effectiveness of it won't always come straight away either and again it is that practice it is that that um that consistency with it because if you're not really consistent with it, then you, you might not always see those changes. It's not sort of a, you do it once and, you know, you're going to, you know, you, you visualize yourself like <laughs> like scoring like five five goals and it, it doesn't mean you're going to go out there and do it. Right. But it can change how you feel and how you then approach the game. And, yeah. and I think that is so important. And, you know, again, the effectiveness can be so different to depending on how you take to it how many times you do it how you're doing it what's your relationship with the visualization you know and what are your emotions that you're feeling I mean and and as well like you know the example that we had earlier about injury and you know what are you feeling are you thinking back to the past experiences are you learning from that are you then gonna then challenge uh, channel that into the next game like if you've got re-injury anxiety again that's completely normal that's going to happen but yeah how are you using visualization yeah it's it's such a cool topic it's just such a weird one <laughs> yeah but like we said don't don't like write it off and the other thing with that is you don't have to go like all in all at once because it can be a lot yeah there's like baby steps you can take to introduce this stuff. Like you were saying, there's, there's body scans. We can start with that. Just kind of trying to relax and take account of how each part of your body is feeling. Are you tense in your shoulders? Are your feet really, really stressed out? Like just kind of taking, getting the ability to like know your body in space and time and feel where you're at. And then you can kind of ramp that up to starting to put yourself in situations just you standing on the field and understanding what that feels like, what that looks like, smells like, tastes like, all of it again, and putting yourself in bigger and bigger situations until all of a sudden, not all of a sudden, over time, you're putting yourself in these real game-like situations. Mm. You're starting with just taking account, just a simple like couple of minutes of just relaxing and feeling your body for a minute, two minutes, then you build up a little bit and you build up and you build up. And then all of a sudden you're doing this full 15 minute long visualization of you playing an entire game in your head and succeeding in that, Mm -hmm. or you going through an entire practice and having the best practice of your life and executing every single drill your coach puts in front of you. It's not going to be this overnight thing where the first time Mm -hmm. somebody gives you a visualization, like topic or asks you to do it, it's just going to click. Yeah. Almost never going to happen. One of the big benefits that you can use if you are wanting to try this 
and it's just not quite the thing for you is putting together scripts for yourself where you go through whatever the situation is, whether it's practice, injury recovery, before games, but writing it out of what you want to go through point by point just to keep you on, on task throughout mm -hmm. this visualization because our minds wander. They go all over the place. Yeah. So if we can help ourselves out by making sure we stay on task and following a script, that can help kind of ease us into this weird world of visualization. Mm. And it can really like manage your feelings. Again, as I mentioned, like those feelings of anxiety, because you're almost taking off anything that you want to make sure you've covered. And if you have that within your visualization, you, you almost kind of cover every aspect of the situation you're about to go on. If that's, you know, if, if that's, you know, pre-game nerves, if it's actually, you know, being on the court and then it's like, how do you feel after, you know, how do you feel after, you know, if, if you lose or if you win or if you've had a bad game or if you've had a good game and all of that comes into it. And again, it's this context and this holistic view of what you can take from visualization because it might, it, it can still not go your way. But again, yeah. it's how do you then manage the uncontrollables that you are then faced with and how do you see yourself managing that going forward right yeah it's just a perfect tool to use to kind of put yourself into the future before you're there you know getting yourself as mentally prepared as possible just through using that imagination we all have mm -hmm. Granted, some of ours are better than others. I know I'll be the first to admit if you would have pitched this to me a few years ago while I was playing, I would have wrote it off really quick. Doesn't seem like my jam. Now I'm a huge fan of it. I think it's so cool. It's so interesting. But like we've said a number of times and we want to keep reiterating it is it's not for everybody. But giving it a shot, giving visualization a try just to see what it's like for you is your your best course of action just trying something out it's worth trying something new because you never know what's going to happen on the other side